Hey everyone, I just saw the movie Glass and I wanted to give a review on it. Um, I actually saw this a couple days ago, but some a little late. But um, I think I saw it the night it came out uh, in my local theater. Um, so, so yeah, so, <laughs> so this movie stars Bruce Willis, um, uh, 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 Samuel L. Jackson and James McAvoy as, um, you know, as the, the sort of the, the main ensemble cast here. And... So okay, and then, and this is supposed to be sort of um, wrapping up uh, the sort of the, the the franchise that that um, M Night Shyamalan has built uh, over the course. Of, I mean, it's, I think it started nineteen years ago with Unbreakable, and then two years ago he made um, Split. Um. And, uh, and this definitely smacks of, like, sort of a sequel blow, um, and I think it suffers from a lot of plot holes and inconsistencies and, and dangling plot threads and things like that, and, and, um, there's so many things wrong, and I... And here's the thing, like, I was in, I was like 20 minutes or 30 minutes into this movie, and I was really digging it, I was like into it, uh, like a lot, and I, and I, and I really was on this movie's, in this movie's corner, like I really wanted it to succeed and, and be a, a good movie, and, and I was afraid that, that, that maybe I would sort of deviate, um, from, uh, so this, this, this sort of critical backlash that it got, um, after its, uh, premiere, and, and I didn't, and, and here's the thing, so, in the first 30 minute, the first two acts are actually pretty decent, um, you know, the, 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 I, I I just you know I I wouldn't call it a masterpiece because it, it definitely uh you know I I think that it felt like a culmination of a trilogy which isn't necessarily good I don't think that it 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 it, it doesn't serve as 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 a film sort of independent of uh, its two predecessors. Like, it doesn't justify its own existence in its own right, I don't think. And, and, uh, which sucks. And, and here's the thing. So, I didn't see Unbreakable, so I can't even give you that comprehensive of a review here. But I'm going to tell you about what I saw and what I know. And the thing about uh, Unbreakable, I I think is that there were a lot of people saying that the way that the sort of directorial approach that that Shyamalan took was sort of a quiet and reserved, you know, it was um, it was an example of sort of a short form tension and 
you know there wasn't a big there wasn't a lot of like fireworks factory it was just kind of a, you know he played it straight and uh and there there wasn't much to it and that was kind of the point and and then he made split which was which you know featured James McAvoy who really just gives 110% here and in as far as his acting whereas uh, you know Bruce Willis kind of keeps sort of a hushed tone and uh doesn't really say a whole lot doesn't really do a whole lot does not emote a lot um he's just kind of wooden and stale uh yeah and and I don't know if he was like that in Unbreakable, but he was definitely like that in this movie. And I'll get to him in a second. Um, but but James McAvoy uh, kind of has this dramatic uh, uh, acting repertoire with uh, as far as this character goes. And he, I th- I think personally, you know, his sort of scenery chewing. Um, uh, sort of approach that he takes that it's it's intense but it works and he to me is the best part about this film um, and and there are a few things in here now that I'm thinking about it there are like I like the sort of aesthetics of these characters and 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 like when James McAvoy sort of turns into that the miniature version of the Hulk or whatever he is, and in, in, as the Beast, and and you see him as this like this shredded, muscle bound, and then like he's his his like veins are popping out, and uh, and he looks like his 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 biceps just like enlarged by a few inches you know and uh he literally just looks uh like this feral beast um and then the way that that's um sort of looks on screen is actually really cool i also like the way that that the glass that the the character of glass played by samuel jackson is um depicted as well as far as um his aesthetics and and the way that um you know his his bones are are brittle and fragile and entirely made of uh, you know or or like glass so he so he breaks very easily he he shatters and and whenever you know someone uh touches him or or grabs him or he falls or something you know he he literally like his his exoskeleton his sort of internal whatever that is bone structure uh literally collapses and breaks into a thousand pieces and the way that you this sort of the sound design on that and is is very spot on and uh and very sort of art, articulately done uh 
And yeah, so all of that's really cool. And and I didn't have a problem with that. Uh, James McAvoy didn't feel... I, so here's the thing. So the thing about these two universes is that I feel like the biggest problem with this film is that they, they don't feel like they go together. And I've been on this stump since the beginning is that I felt like um, James McAvoy's um, uh, split character kind of felt sort of retrofitted, retrofitted into this uh, universe, this unbreakable universe, when I really just don't feel like he's supposed to be there. Um, it, it felt like a collision of two fundamentally different universes. And... And, you know, and I, and I don't know, and I don't know if, it, like, it almost felt like how, like, Lucas made the prequel trilogy, like, that was kind of an afterthought, and that was something that he put in there, you know, like, that wasn't, he didn't have a Word document sort of saved on his computer that contained all of the, the the sort of script notes and 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 screenwriting formulas that were going to go into the prequel trilogy um, that was something that he probably put in like later on and thought and didn't think about until years later um, and you know and 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 think about like Shyamalan too is like you know he's known sort of notorious for his uh, uh, his sort of ropey twist um, uh, his that traditional sort of uh, 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 plot twist kind of thing um, his trademark uh, sort of signature move as a director is his uh, twist at the end the one at the end of Split wasn't I guess it, it was kind of a plot twist, but to me it was just more of a, uh, hey, look, we got this uh, uh, um, award-winning actor to just sort of show up and make a five-minute sort of cameo or a five-second cameo in this film, and it felt more like uh, an Easter egg than it did a twist to me. Um but okay and then so therefore that sort of bridged into the the next film that he was going to make which was this one and again it just felt like there was some some half-baked bs in here um that just did not land and uh i'm gonna try to keep this spoiler free but um but yeah, so like where you have a where you have McAvoy to, to get back to the just the tonal mess that this movie is, uh, McAvoy, um, you know, is 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 switching in between um, these different personalities, and he makes these sort of hairpin switches. Um, between these things, like a, just like an on-off switch. I mean, he he can just go from like from Jekyll to Hyde to whatever um, within a matter of like 
like a split second. Um, and there's one really cool scene in this movie with some strobe lights that are flashing and, and, and when, I, when, I, when that happens, um, I don't know what happens to him, but I guess uh, light is his sort of uh, uh, kryptonite or something like that. And when they, when they sort of shine a light in his face, um, uh, you know, s- s- sort of epilepsy style, um, he just, he shifts his persona into a different, um, uh, uh, whatever, from whatever he was before. And, and he's got like 24 different personalities and every single one he does, I think, extremely well. And I have to give a lot of credit to him for, for me, he was like the best part of this film. And, you know, and and a lot of people might give him a little flack for that by saying that he's overacting or whatever. Um, but I, I just didn't get that, and I in thoroughly enjoyed watching him on screen, and I think that. Um, there should be more discussion. Uh, I, I I think now that it's award season, uh, for him to sort of get a, a nod at least, because wow, um, just amazing what he's asked to do, and I think that he I think he delivers, and um, I I in no way had any had any problem with him being in this movie other than that he felt like he didn't belong here um that this just wasn't his sandbox to play in and and yet here he was and so um so yeah so he was definitely for me the best part about this film um and and the primary reason why you should spend money on a ticket i believe but um, Samuel Jackson is good as well. He um, he kind of plays it straight. There's not there's you know not not any bells or whistles. He's um, he kind of you know he he's the thing about him is that he's not asked to do that much in this film. So. Yes, we all know Samuel Jackson's got some sublime acting chops, but he unfortunately doesn't really get to exhibit that as much because he's just not asked to do a lot. So, um, although you know the the part the parts that he's in, he's fine. He gives a mediocre performance. <laughs> uh, you know, nothing extraordinary, um, and uh, and there are scenes with him though where he's with McAvoy, and he's kind of he's kind of got McAvoy on a leash in a sense, like he's the the beast or the horde or whatever um, that that McAvoy is playing has. 
has kind of almost servile in nature to um, to Samuel L. Jackson and that he's uh, kind of been hired or employed as his sort of sidekick to go <laughs> um, to uh, I'll say hmm as, as sort of an uh, he's sort of a means to an end I'll say that Samuel Jackson sort of uses the horde as, as a means to an end or glass excuse me and in in neither one of them I think have any chemistry <laughs> there's no chemistry at all like and I'm not saying that on their own they wouldn't be fine and I think that had had this movie actually been a sequel to either Split or to Unbreakable uh, as its own movie apart from uh, a dis- the distant cousin that um, uh, McAvoy feels uh, or that Split and Unbreakable feel like then maybe it might have been better then but I could I but I can't judge it on that criteria I have to judge it based on the fact that this was uh succeeding um split and unbreakable as the 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 long awaited sequel to both as the sort of culmination of this trilogy unfortunately um and it just Oh God! And 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 here's the thing. So there's, and I don't know if there's a big bloated budget or something. If there was just like a huge, inflated, yeah. And so he made this this. I, there was one thing at the at there's. So the ending to this movie. It almost seemed, as if, to sort of. Man, I don't know. I don't know. But it almost seems like sort of a cost reduction tactic to do something at the end of this movie. Uh, Whereas you thought that they were going to go do one thing, and then the rug gets pulled out from underneath, of course, and they do something that seems like it's... uh, Far less um, in terms of um, uh, uh, cost value, and I, I don't know. I I don't I don't know what that was. I don't know if that was intended, um, but it almost just seemed like and like. I almost wish that it that it had gone with the first one, or with the thing that you think that it's gonna do, and then it doesn't do it, and it's a bit of a bummer, <laughs> I would say. Although I don't know if if he if uh, uh, um, Shyamalan could have pulled that off anyway, so it's not like it really matters. But um, Here's and another thing too is that Shyamalan does not know how to frame a fighting scene at all. 
at all. There's like a shaky camera pointed in an actor's face as there's something going on behind him as he's being uh, sort of held in, in, in submission um, by another character or, or in a submission hold by another character or something like that. And, uh, man, he does not, he's got to get someone in here that just knows how to, to frame those shots, uh, and how to choreograph, like, fighting, uh, uh, scenes, like, it was just so, so aggressively bad and, and schlocky, and, Oh, I just hated anything like that, and that's definitely just, it's just not his wheelhouse, I guess, but, yeah, so all of that stuff was terrible, um, like, laughably bad, and, oh, and Bruce Willis, I never even talked about Bruce Willis, he needs to retire, (laughs) um, good lord, in this movie, he... He he is the most God and I just wooden stale like and 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 just doesn't gives gives nothing like he I don't he was just totally phoning it in uh, mailing it in whatever and you know and he was like yeah I'll, I'll cash that check and and get out of here that's literally how it felt like he. I don't know if he's got this sort of sense of, of self-importance now that he's been in all of these sort of classic films and that he can just sort of waltz in and, and and you know, and uh, play a part and then get money funneled into his bank account. Um, yeah, but he just, yeah... And I, I'm tired of actors that do that. Um, when there are plenty of actors out there, um, aspiring actors even, who would have a filled day in this role, and and I and I think, you know, like acting in a, in a movie in a big Hollywood blockbuster like this is a lot of people's dream and I feel like he's totally taking that for granted and that and that almost offends me as a film lover uh as someone who who I you know I don't even I, maybe he just saw this as a cheap value film and so he just didn't want to give it his all I don't know um but it doesn't matter there are a lot of people out there um, a lot of child actors or whatever or, or people just, just in that arena who would kill for a job like this. And and he just goes in there and and just, just sleepwalks through the thing and just doesn't... <laughs> Like I, I don't know, and it, it was just uh, it was almost uh, offensive, I think, to me. And uh, and speaking of offensive, so um, 
I wanted to talk a bit about the the controversy surrounding uh, McAvoy's character, and um, and this is tricky because um, because to be honest, I'm not really sure what I think about this, but I'll tell you what my sort of gut reaction to to the sort of uh the flare up of controversy that you know that that kind of went up around this this film and then to, to me it, it was you know t- and look i i i have to when it comes to 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 movies and fictional universes and things like that i sort of i tend to sort of check my um social consciousness at the door and i and uh not not that that shouldn't be present in certain circumstances but in 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 a movie like this where yeah, see, that's not true either. I do, I don't think uh, for me. I hmm. It's tricky. This is very tricky, and I and I'm trying to be careful as to what I say because uh, I don't want this to be used against me. Um, so. McAvoy plays a guy with dissociative identity disorder or or whatever I don't know um, and instead of but but like here's the thing is that he's he's like climbing on walls and he's and he's doing sort of supernatural things and I guess that's kind of the point is that they're saying but he's also used for sort of villainous tropes as well. And... Mmm, this is hard. This is hard. And, and, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to be the guy that, that... I... Mmm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I honestly don't know what to say because I, I think that... You, does this give sort of an accurate representation of of um, uh, uh, of what you know mental me- mental instability you know looks like and 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 no it it doesn't um, and it and it but it, I don't think that this movie even discusses uh diagnoses and treatment and and and, and that kind of thing like it it just it doesn't go to those places so it's not it's not even this movie's not about that and yes they're in a in an ins- they're institutionalized for a large part of the film um uh because Sarah Paulson sort of takes them and uh, and tries to convince them that they're apparently not superheroes or something, which I'll get to in a second, because that's also just a dumb premise. 
Um, but I, I don't, yes, I guess now, you know, we live now where, uh, and here's the thing, I guess maybe the conversation hasn't, hasn't, I don't know, but I know that we've seen, we have seen, uh, uh, a cacophony of stuff or plenty of things before a plethora of movies where um where mental health is um sort of exploited um for um for cinematic purposes right and and I guess maybe the conversation just hasn't moved in the in that direction enough to where where we can, I th- I think really, I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Um, this is tough, and I and I'm, but I I know that if someone were to come to me, let's say if there, if it was a close relative of someone with this disorder, who argued that, um, that this movie was, um. Was sort of uh, had a, had sort of a a, a, a perilous um, narrative to it that um, could um, cause some 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 false uh, uh, sort of some falsified view of of what. Um, these people who actually suffer from this um, uh, disorder looks like, and and if someone were to argue that to me, I I probably wouldn't have any counter argument, and and so yeah, so that's 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 I guess that's my two cents on that, but I I I would I don't know enough. Um, uh, do I do I think that that was Shyamalan's intention? No. Um, but again, I think that it's just not this, this, I think movies like this, um, help start that conversation, which is good. So, you know, and yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but to me, he seemed like a sort of larger than life, supernatural character who did things that were, um, so like that were so not grounded in reality that for me uh it 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 wasn't i i don't believe that um i, I it just to me there were it wasn't close enough to to someone to to an actual person with um, sort of an actual uh, 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 living, breathing human being uh, on Earth. Uh, yeah, to where I would be offended by that, and so I, I, I don't know. But that's that's kind of where I'm at. But I do I do I think it was exploitation, trash? No, I don't. <laughs> Um, but someone might argue that and I wouldn't argue back. So, 
Um, and another thing, so so the movie's built on her premise too that um, that that she so she tries to convince them that they're not superheroes or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what her job is here. Um, it talks a lot about comic books and uh, origin stories and and a lot of these um, sort of common aphorisms uh, and sayings that you associate with comic book sort of jargon and things like that. Uh, and then she kind of comes in and she's, and, and it's sort of an interesting, like it could be interesting maybe, but, uh, I, I don't think for one, the only person who might think that they're a superhero and the only one that they even build up to, um, to that sort of thought complex that where he might have that sort of psychological mentality that he is a superhero or that he, um, that there's some sort of, uh, he's overcompensating for some insecurity that he might have or something like that. I don't know. Um, uh, is, is sort of fighting crime, um, and, and things like that. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there are things that you could explore there as far as his psyche goes. Um, but Bruce Willis's unbreakable character is like the only one who fits, who fits that narrative. I think as far as um, trying to act and be like a superhero and imitate what a superhero would be, um, whereas the other two, Glass is uh, the 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 sort of villain here, and kind of so is is uh, the Horde. So I don't know. I didn't get that. That was that was more of in the trailer, though. Um, you know, that was more trailer bait than anything. Like, hey, this is this is going to be sort of um, a subversion of of the, the 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 comic book, you know, sort of stuff that we all know and love. Um, that is sort of metastasized across the culture here. Um, and you know, you think that he's going to subvert that and undermine it and he doesn't really, that's just more of a trailer bait thing. And, but I think she specializes more in the, this, the sort of area of one psyche that thinks that they have, um, uh, supernatural abilities and, she tries to come in and convince them that no, you're regular, you're just uh, a regular humdrum average Joe, um, and there's nothing special about you, basically. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of what more she does, and uh. <sighs> I d- like I don't know that may could have worked whatever I was into it for the first thirty minutes to an hour or something, and then the last act uh, just completely went off the rails for me, um, and and then I finally kind of started to wake up to why um, this was so uh, sort of hated and derided. 
um, by uh, my the critics community. <laughs> um, but you know, I was under its spell for about the first two acts, and I totally kind of bought into it, even though Bruce Willis was terrible. <laughs> um, and I had no interest in watching him at all on screen. James McAvoy, um, I think, carried this movie. So, yeah. Um, what else is there that I can talk about without spoiling? Um, oh, and then there's like this weird relationship, too, that I feel like more people should be talking about. Uh, another controversy here that I don't even feel like is getting any media attention at all is there's sort of a weird um, Stockholm Syndrome relationship between uh, one of the 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 um, uh, the, the kidnap kidnapping v- victims of uh, Split and uh, the Horde in this movie, and I don't know who that is, I don't know her name, um, but good God, like, uh, I was really sort of muttering under my breath in, in several instances here, like, please don't kiss, please don't kiss, please don't kiss, because that was deeply problematic and bothered me so much, and, uh, yeah, um, I don't know what that was. I don't know why she felt sort of in, endeared to him and that she felt the need to take care of him or something like that. I don't know because he's um, as if he's he's uh, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Uh, it, you know, she she kind of had this maternal affection for him maybe I don't know but she totally they were so close um uh to 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 making this into uh, a romance between uh uh a captor and his victim and I would have probably walked out um I just I'm I'm not I I can't do that anymore that's that is ridiculous and there's no reason why i mean she should have not even she shouldn't have even been in this movie oh my god all of the so there's like okay and then the son in this movie which they brought back the son of um bruce willis's character from unbreakable they brought back here and and he's fine he's he's fine i'm sure that that was um you know, I'm sure that was something that a lot of the fans of Unbreakable like to see. That hey, they they brought back the original um, uh, uh, cast member here um, to to reprise his role. Um, although when his dad was sort of top billing for this, and he just didn't even seem like he wanted to be there. That kind of hurts the kids' performance as well, I think. So, um, yeah, so, I don't know. (laughs) But, um, and then the mother of glass. So, I like the idea there. Um, You know, I... I, I don't know. I I, I guess I like the idea... um, (laughs) Of 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 her, um, 
you know, just sort of being um, mama bear protector over the son um, because uh, she knows, uh, I mean, I don't know, I, 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 I get the character, but she is in this, this awful um, aging makeup or aging technology in this movie that is like the worst looking I have like ever ever seen in a movie. Like this was worse than um, Rogue One's aging technology <laughs> with uh, 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 Mothma and um, Tarkin, and uh, it was it was just pretty bad. And and I don't mean like the 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 like the soft doughy faced um like glowing um demeanor <laughs> that uh that was on, that was in Rogue One like for Leia at the end and things like that it wasn't it wasn't like th- that kind of bad it was like she had like so they gave her like wrinkles and shit like that like someone who's in like he, he's like a a a, a, a first year um, cosmetics cosmetology student or something like that or, or, or something I, I I don't know who's who's just learning how to like do lines on people's faces and she had like chapped lips and it was like get this woman a fucking chapstick or something like she looked it was just really really bad and like good lord and and it just came out too that she's actually younger than Samuel L. Jackson uh, and yet they tried to make her like she was the fucking crypt keeper <laughs> so um anyways uh oh, I'm trying to think of what else was in this movie that I can talk about I don't know. So the ending, I guess I kind of understand maybe. Uh but I just felt like he just dropped the ball. I felt like he just totally man, I cuz there was an ending here that I thought he was going for. And then he just took an alternate route and uh yeah, and it was disappointing. I I don't know. I don't know if he could have done either, but I don't know, and and the action was just so bad in this that I don't know that it would have mattered anyways. Um, yeah, good gracious. Um, yeah, I I I I don't know. Um, I liked Split, and uh, you know. It, and I really just, I, and I wanted this to be good. I was in this movie's corner um, from the get-go, you know. Even though I, 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 I kind of saw past its commercial appeal, and I saw it as uh, as something that, uh, or I saw it only for its commercial appeal, and I saw it merely as the fact that that Shyamalan was trying to make something that he knew would have crowds of people, enormous crowds of people coming to see his film. And I feel like this is going to be a huge box office success for sure. 
um, uh, because of the way that it was um, marketed. And, I mean, you're going to have older people who um, who were in love with the first film, with the Unbreakable film, and then you're going to have um, people who, like horror movie buffs of that are, you know... Um, of the the uh, younger generation who are going to go see this because of James McAvoy, who gives a stellar performance here, and um, yeah, but um, yeah, but it just fell flat on its face. I think at the end, and unfortunately, that's going to be the thing. I, th- I, I you know that, that that sort of sticks in people's minds, you know, and and. And um, and yeah, so even if the first two acts are are, are good and and are reasonably good, if you if you botch that third act, that's that's going to be the thing that sears in people's brains. So you know you you have to, you have to have um, you have to have three acts to a film, all of which work and and function well um and transition well and have all of the the this this sort of um aspects of a decent film uh or else people are going to walk away from it um with with something you know that feeling like there's something left to be desired and uh yeah and so um Shyamalan I I believe you know he's I think that he does well and a lot of people have been saying this but he's he's sort of he's sort of known for for doing well when he sneaks up on you with his movies you know when he's he sort of retreated back into the underground uh, to his his uh, you know and 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 he's he's not really in in the limelight much and you know and he can kind of work uh, work at home and not in a studio <laughs> and and I think pin up a, a decent script and and a, and a decent uh, uh, filmmaking formula. Um, by himself without all the pressure, and I think when he when he has all that external pressure on him to do well, that's when he cracks, unfortunately. And because this was the, this long-awaited, you know, just anticipated um, film, uh, and 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 you know, and, and this had been sort of very hyped over the past few months here um especially but people have been um begging for a sequel to split since split came out i think because he put that uh little easter egg in there at the end so uh ever since then yeah i i just i i just i felt like it was yeah and unfortunately, um, Shyamalan just he, he 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 needs he doesn't have the wherewithal um, to 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 deal with that pressure, and um, 
and he choked and and it showed i think and so and i and, and you know and i don't think that his filmmaking career is over i think that he has um uh, potential to make a, a, another great film um you know and because he's kind of had an up and down body of work since the beginning but it has to be something that he does on his own. He cannot, you, you cannot give him, you cannot turn over the keys to any other franchise like you did with uh, Last Airbender. It has to be something that, that is from his own, his own mind, uh, from his own dark mind. I think, I think he has a brilliant mind, but I think that you have to um, let the wheels turn on their own and and yeah and so and unfortunately he he didn't hear and so maybe in a few years when he's able to make a sort of um a little indie film um that no one was expecting uh that there you know um wasn't a lot of people barking in his ear to sort of to do this or to 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 put these plot fixtures in there or whatever like it doesn't matter but i i feel like he'll do well and he and he and he thrives when and when 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 that's the scenario so so we'll see um i'll continue to to watch um uh um in, in his uh in his string of successes and, and failures um that he has as as a filmmaker he's he's definitely got um a uh, uh yeah um he's definitely hit or miss and so wildly hit or miss so we'll we'll see but um but yeah so i i think that everyone's probably going to go see this even if i tell you to even if i recommend it or don't recommend it um it was fun it was a good experience so i didn't hate it i didn't absolutely despise it but it, there was definitely something left to be desired so um yeah so anyways that's that's my review for um glass um i know i kind of rambled there for a while so sorry about that good lord 50 minutes um but thank you all for listening um, I hope you enjoyed, and I'll put out another film review again soon. Um, so yeah, so please um, subscribe to my channel here, and you'll hear from me again soon. Thank you.